0: Okay. one... No, 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 What's up? Hi, friends. What up, though? Detroit. I'm coming live from Detroit right now. It's live to me right now. Uh, But to you, I don't know where you are. Maybe you're in your car or your house cleaning. What's up, friends? Thanks for joining me on another episode of Fucking Rejects. Uh, It's your girl Constance Patton, the artist and all-around weirdo creator out here on my journey, sharing it with you. We in this together. So I'm in Detroit right now and I got the opportunity to hang out with my friend uh Miss Corona, the legendary MC from Detroit, Michigan. Great friend, a freaking Detroit sweetheart. She carries the key to the city. I don't know if you carry like the key though. I might be lying, but you definitely were awarded like something in the city that's big. Hold on, I should look it up. Let me look it up real quick. All right, I looked it up and actually I texted Corona and it's the the Hip Hop Lifetime Achievement Award. Bam. And it was given to her by our friend Khalid El Hakim, who is a photographer and he is the founder of the Black History One One Mu- Mobile Museum. Long time friend, I've known him forever. I hope that he comes on here one time. What's up, Khalid? Uh, it was really, really insightful to talk to her and kind of hear about her journey. I just see it from the outside looking in, and I think I I usually try not to get in my friend's business like that, like listen, I love being in your business, but if you tell me, otherwise, you know, I let let those things come out as they come, so it was really fun, we met up with her, and she gave me some of her time, she's super busy out here, Uh, I popped up, I actually had to go up north, uh, which is in Michigan, we call it up north, in New York, we call it upstate. I don't know where you are. What you call it? But we call it up north out here. And I have to go up north to uh, Petoskey, which is where my grandmother and my and her, that's where my lineage, part of my lineage come from. So we were up there. I spent the whole week in casinos. So I was like, I don't even gamble, though. I have so many vices already. So, But I did play like $20, and I won like $85. And then I won another $20. And then I quit. Like, that is probably the most gambling i ever do, so... Then we went to my tribe. I'm part of the Little River Bands. We went, and that is in Manistee, Michigan. So I got to go there with my mom and my sisters. It was really, really cool. Uh, With Kendra. We ate a lot of cheese and onion rings and things like that. So I'm definitely about to detox that ass. But it was really cool. It was really great to go and kind of like get to know parts of my family uh, more my family that's my age, especially now, like all the elders. Man, we're getting older ourselves. So the elders are certainly getting older. But anyway, so we stayed up there for a few days. My grandmother's sister, Veronica, walked on, and so we were there with her and whole family. She really comforted me when my grandma walked on. It was winter, winter up there. Like I mean, two feet of snow. It was it was cold, cold. But it was great. It was really beautiful and. That's the land, so that's where I'm from. Cold as fuck. Northern Michigan. (laughs) Detroit seemed so nice. When I came down, it was like 65 degrees. I was like, whoa. Because it was like 24 degrees up north, which is cool. Then after that, we went to Manistee, Michigan. Like I said, we went to check out the casino that my tribe has, the Little River Casino. It was beautiful. Couldn't get a room there. I Listen, I live for hotel rooms. I'm sitting in a room right now. That brings me to here, the third casino I've been to in this week, because I feel like fuck it, Ronald, I just I might as well just round it off and say downtown, because I'm from Detroit, so I don't even know where to stay. But I wasn't gonna stay with my mother this time, which I would stay with her. She lives wild far. Also, I gotta work. I need to like do things like edit this podcast and kind of get back on track after um, spending time with my family, which was really dope but unexpected. So, I'm staying in the Motor City Hotel Casino. Yo, this shit is dope. I'm looking out. It's literally like the golden hour. Or it's dusk because the sun is down. But you know how it's like pink at the bottom and then it goes up to blue. So, it's it's gorgeous. You can see the whole city. And I've never seen Detroit from this point of view. They also have a spa and stuff in this boy. So, I was wet as fuck and super comforted um after that trip up north to go and you know go bury my aunt so here we are in detroit i caught up with miss corona she gave me some time i'm honored to have her on and she talks about many things we just kind of kicked it like you know pretty much this is how we kick it we just sit around and talk some talk some stuff with each other and talk about our art and what we're making. We've collaborated on projects together. We will also be collaborating on some projects, so that that'll be coming out. Stay tuned for that. And yeah, let's get into it. Uh, here's uh, Miss Corona. Meow meow meow. Oh, oh,
1: what is behind here? Oh, not dust. Well, you know what. This is that water top, water bottle top over here. I probably
0: dropped that bitch. <laughs> Just like gave up. Right, it's, <laughs> dust right here. <laughs> it's <not laughs> dusty. It's not. I'll good. be under there with the brooms, like. Gonna yeah, okay. no, I'm gonna be 37. Gonna oh my god, I'll be 36. You might be, you to be 36 You probably 36, boo. Oh, 36.
1: You you old enough for me though.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> legal. Shit, <laughs> what I want. <laughs> you know, um, there's the in. I was born '83. There was five girls born in '83. Hmm. So there's uh, April then me, and then Golden, Sharonda, and Tina. And I was with two of them last night. Wow. And our That's little cousin husband. was like, "Oh my God, y'all are getting because 'Cause we're oh like God. on the I like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, but there's like the kids are born in clumps in my family. That's
1: a good thing. Mm-hmm. Not so much in mine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. I put my phone on vibrate. Oh yeah. Let me turn my phone on vibrate. I already started recording. Really oh, on, you though.
1: did? Yeah. Vibrate
0: higher. Yeah, and thank you for letting me come. And Move my podcast studio into your house. <laughs> hey, hey, my mi casa, su casa. Don't say that. This is a nice place. Thanks, you're welcome over here. Anytime. I was gonna ask you if I could stay here, when but you in time? well, yeah, I was okay. And, and then, um, but I was like, let me let you move in your place.
1: I've been here since October. Oh, okay, yeah, so I moved in my place. But- all right. Well, next time. Next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then next time, I don't know when the next time will be because knowing you, next time will be next week. I know, but it like, might be next time. <laughs> hopefully, everything. I'll have the new furniture and then that guest room and whatever, wherever. I don't know. What want. So, you know. I got the What attic. kind? What kind of house is this? This is a my house. Right. I don't know what kind of house this is. It's a duplex? It's a, a, yes, it's a two-family flat. This
0: is like a proper ass Detroit duplex? Yeah.
1: So, you know, I learned a few years ago that there's a difference between a duplex and a two-family flat. Oh, what is it? So, a duplex is considerably a space that has the doors right next to each other but everything is laid out identical okay so it's not really like one place that's the upstairs and the downstairs so it's the it's same it's you know you go in the house the living room living room oh like they're next to each other yeah Okay. they're they're right next to each other right so it's a you have duplexes and then you have two family flats is this a two-family this is a two-family oh you're fancy (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah, no, this is dope. You can, I mean, we lived in a house something like this Mm -hmm. on the west side. Okay,
1: I just love the woodworking.
0: Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's uh, what it's. I'm like trying to explain it, but I can only see it in my head. There's a hammock here. It's very colorful, and there's wood paneling, but not the not the crappy kind, the really nice one with deep, deep wood colors, and. You have a mirror full length?
1: Mm-hmm. I just got that today. Well that should look dope. Thank you. Uh it's it's not gonna be there. It's probably it be, makes me feel like the place is so big. It's gonna it's probably gonna be in the room with the sneakers. Okay. Um and you know, lots of elephant things, the theme of the place. Oh yeah. And you know, this is the this I call my home the sanctuary. So I moved from the swank shack yeah. into the sanctuary, <laughs> you yes. know. You know, this is a blessing. This is amazing. Yeah. So, um, where are we? We are on the east side. And, uh... The Jefferson Chalmers area. Okay, and I'm doing the air quotes because you know once things start getting gentrified, I know slap a name on it. So now it's the Jefferson Chalmers Chalmers
0: right area. Yeah, I saw. uh, First of all, like it's crazy coming back here every time. Now I'm not angry though. Mm -hmm, I was mm -hmm. I was very angry for a long time because I seen in Brooklyn. I'm like, no, they're gonna kick everyone out. These fucking bike lanes. I'm like, I ain't seen a bike. I ain't seen a
1: bike. At all, I've not seen one person bike. Uh, these bike lanes be tricky because people drive in between them to like turn down streets. Now, oh, them. it's it's really weird. Um, you know, folks are still trying to get it acclimated to them, and uh, it's it's it, it's crazy. That seemed like a, a waste of money. Yes, yeah, it was a lot. It, I think it was a waste of money. I think that that, um. They really could have used that to fix the streets properly. Hello. Instead of now proposing to raise the gas prices in order to fix the streets, this is what the new governor is proposing. Well, you know, hipsters love their bikes. Exactly. So right. That's So you know, that's the sign. That's the telltale sign of Detroit. Like when the bike lane. Pops up in the area, you know. It's a dude riding his bike down. It's a hipster <laughs> riding his
0: bike down the street. I'm tripping so fucking bad.
1: I wish this Yo. was video. Oh, my part. God. I'm on a video. Where's my fucking video
0: camera? Yeah. Like, hey, so... dude, come back.
1: Hey, dude. Stack oh, give <laughs> me. <laughs> a hipster on the bike. A hipster on the bike. Yeah. On the east side of Detroit. How about that? The east side of Detroit. The east, too. This is you very know? deep east. So, it's, it's two blocks away from Gross Point, which is... You know, suburban area. Um, And a few years ago, they did this whole thing, like on off Mac, off of Mac and Kerchival. Well, Alter Road and Kerchival. Once you get into Gross Point, they did. They tried to block it, and so they had built these like makeshift little things and. Even the people in Gross Point were opposed. They to were it. trying to build a wall. Yeah, they tried to build a wall to separate it. Yeah. So the people in Gross and the people in Detroit, came together and was like, "No, this is stupid." Yeah. So what they did was they turned it because they had put the cement down and everything oh, no. and blocked it. <laughs> and so <laughs> they so ended crazy. up doing like a turnabout, so you can turn down uh, Altar Road and Kerchival right to go into Gross Point. Yeah, but you have to. In order to come back into Detroit, you have to go down one of the streets, which is tricky because right. the streets are very narrow. The speed limit is, is really uh, like 15 miles per hour, yeah. right? and the police hide out because the, poli- the Grosse Point police station is right down the street from mm-hmm. here at the light. Um, okay. So, you know, I mean, it's cool, but it's not. Yeah. I used to yeah. live over
0: here before I moved to New York. Okay. Yeah, we lived on uh, Mac. And casual.
1: Okay, yeah, that's up the street. Yep. But you know that little tiny Kroger and Gross Point. Yeah. Oh man, it's like a a little specialty store. Well, it's
0: crazy because like when we were living over here, well, I just lived in Detroit pretty much. I lived in Royal Township off and on Mm -hmm. when I was, you know, kind of a teenager. But then I lived in Detroit as an adult and. We would try to go to the grocery stores like the one downtown like near Jefferson's like a Spartan or something, that really yeah, big one. For, yeah. They closed it down.
1: Uh, I might still be down there. That I think shit they, was I think terrible. Oh, it was, the name of the Swiss Ugh, it was
0: terrible. Yeah. Because you wanna go there, but I'm like, yo, first of all, I went in there, my bougie ass I had just came back from Italy, like okay. okay, after living there, I was like, Oh manja, fucking manja, like I'm about to Cook some Italian food. Right. Bitch. So I go there, and the only kind of pasta they had was macaroni elbows and uh, spaghetti. But like 20 different yeah, brands no of penny, them. No penne. No, penny, penny, yeah, no. And look, no I, that's I how said it. you said
1: it? See, I'm so Detroit. Penny. Easter, penny. penny. I ain't, I ain't <laughs> want to go blow you up. No. I just was like, I'm going to just say it. No, my teacher used to, hey, I, I just learned what I was no to in high school. If you know anything about Detroit, I went to Denby High School. You know what was H- that like? Oh, you know. Let me tell you. <laughs> if I was y'all probably, was like the coolest, I was in Fernell. Like if ooh. I wasn't fighting. <laughs> oh shit! Then I probably was skipping, and it was right. like this this weird stairwell that led to the um, to the choir room, mm-hmm. so you could either go. On the side where the choir room was at or the side where the pool was at in the gym so i was i used to skip most of the time really you were a bad kid i was a, i was a bad I was <laughs> you was a bad like bad. rapping too and skipping Yep, i used to sit in there and write my you rap. did i did yeah oh man because you know they'd be like oh i get kicked out of the classroom man i go to the office who's really gonna go to the fucking office like man i'm not gonna do that yeah no. right yeah i'm about to go in this little tuck 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 up here in this little spot and Go write my raps and oh then uh, go to my next class. I and, just see like baby Corona in the hallway. The full <laughs> okay? And, and I was so skinny, but I used to get picked on all the time until I had the whoops and ass, and then they was like, okay, yeah, we can't fuck with this. That's what
0: happened. Yeah, When I went to Michael, so we moved around a lot all over Detroit. We moved like every fucking year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I went to McMichael and um,
1: That's a good drink you
0: made right there. Thank you very much. Yeah. I used to bartend all right. for many years. I'm a fan of Imbuing, um, McMichael. McMichael was dope. It was. It taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't even call it was dope. It was awful. Okay, but <laughs> but I mean, I learned a lot. Right. But because uh, I was going back and forth between you know, Fernandale Public Schools, which mm-hmm. were like we they have money there in Oakland County, so even though we were living in Detroit, we used my grandma's address. We went to Ferndale Public Schools. Mm-hmm. I can't get in trouble now, so I right, can say right, it. Right, it was right, like right. none of my friends could say. Hey, it was I'm not
1: up. like you cheated. And pay for college. I didn't pay for shit. Okay, right. So no, straight use up. I just, just. used the
0: address to get, like, a proper education and cause when we were in Detroit public schools like we couldn't take home books we right. you have to you know well like you have to yeah. sit in class and you sharing a book and the book is outdated and pages fucked and up seven. you know beat up and shit yeah. like in the beginning of the year you'd be hoping for a good book yeah. <laughs> like the textbook like, so I'm at, all
1: the pages yeah
0: so I would go to uh, all these different schools and I would get spikes fights because they were be like oh you talk like a white girl or like my hair was long mm-hmm. which was a problem which is still long huh? It still is long it does touch my ass yeah. but now it's it's different but it was like I went to um McMichael my, and they had a they had a dress code and I told my dad I'm not I'm not wearing I'm not wearing a uniform because no one's wearing it. I'm gonna get beat up in school because mm-hmm. like three kids wore it they got beat up mm-hmm. and there was one day in that school where you know how you have the dances after school like right, right after school it was like yeah, at three thirty yeah yep yeah. so it was one of them and that day I had gotten asked by a teacher to go around and hand out some shit like teachers trusted me so much they just trusted me mm-hmm. like go get all the teachers to sign this shit and I'm like oh I don't know anyone I was always a new kid so I go around going to the science class and it was dark and this this I go up to the teacher and then this girl stands up and they're in the eighth grade she's like tough I'm in sixth grade and I'm like ooh, mm-hmm. you know from her and, her. and so she's like get the fuck out of here the girl says this and the teacher doesn't say anything and I'm sitting there and I remember it was dark and they had the projector up and I was like everyone's like ooh you know like damn ooh. world started world I was time. like oh shit you know I am sitting there so I don't, I'm like I can't get out I'm waiting for this bitch to sign the thing so I can so I can leave right. and then she's like get out of here and she picks up a textbook throws it at me and I ducked it like matrix that shit and then I I was so scared. I picked it up and I threw it back at her mm-hmm. and I was so scared and everybody went wild. The whole, it was like, shit was flying everywhere. Right. So then after school, she there was a dance. She was like, mm-hmm. I'll see you after school. I'm going I'm to fuck you up. And I was a an orchestra kid, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, so scared. Like, oh my God, I'm about to get beat up and they're like, she's in a gang and all this shit. So I'm like, oh, so we go to after the dance. I have like my girls to play violin with me. Like, <laughs> god, <laughs> so like, they was like, you gonna get buffed up, but we wish you, you know. So we're like, we play the violin. Yeah, we <laughs> up like they So we like, we go in there, and then the girl comes up. She's tough. She reminds me of like right now, probably like Young Ma, but like okay. not pretty though. Okay. Like okay. rough as fuck, Young okay. Ma. Because Young Ma is like clean as fuck. She look good, yeah. and so the girl come up to me with her crew. Like you know, I was like, oh god. And she was like, yeah, yeah, this this, uh, this uh, Constance, yeah, she cool, she cool, whatever. Like, these are all my people. And she introduced me to everybody. <laughs> and okay. I was like, oh, this is how it works. This if is how it works. Tour, you right? got to stand up yeah. for your shit, yeah. and, you know. But I learned, like, that was exactly, my... Michael. And after that, I was like, okay, just be tough. Even if you're even if so you're scared. scared inside. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even beat up. I'm <laughs> no look, I don't get beat up anymore. Right. I you need beat up
1: bitches. I, <laughs> yeah, you still out here fucking bitches up? Yeah, man. I mean, I went to quite a few schools just because, you know, I stayed in trouble a lot. But it's weird, too. I was, you know, like being back because I grew up on the East Side. So. Where? I, I grew up. So. Van Dyke and Gratiot, when I was younger in elementary school, right before, so, like, kindergarten through second grade, mm-hmm. to Rose Elementary School over there by Van Dyke and Gratiot. Then we moved on Lennox and Chandler Park, which isn't very far from here. And I went to Marquette Elementary School. And then from Marquette Elementary School, I went to Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And then I got kicked out of Hamilton and had to go to, and finish middle school at Rosa Parks Middle School off of Otter Drive and graduate. Oh yeah, I went over that way and uh, got into fights there. Then it's I bad to, over there. Yeah. Then I went to oh man, I, I, so let me tell you how I got into a fight. I whooped the girl with a belt. And and oh, all no, like, a daddy. Belt, I'm ashamed <laughs> that I did that shit. But, <laughs> yo, I just want I just want you... like walking on the street. You see, this, but she shit, was a fucking bully. She was a bully. She was a bully. She used oh. to bully everybody you know. Yeah, she's Where'd like, the Where belt come from? You It, was it came off my waist. I took that motherfucker off. Okay. So look, we we had a fight earlier that day <laughs> at school. And so she used to my very first day at Rosa Park, she was, like, harassing me. You know, I, 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 sometimes, I just, I ain't no motherfucking hope, but I oh, was let some shit slide. Right. Okay. And in my mind, I'm like, I gonna have a problem with this motherfucker. Right. But I was letting the shit go. I'm like, okay. About the third, fourth week, I'm just, I'm like, this bitch keep kicking my desk, like, <laughs> I'm talking about kicking the desk all the way, and the teacher's like, smiling. Why do you keep, sc- I'm like, sh- but she called, so the teacher is, right right, okay, so right. we in the hallway and she fucking donkey kicked me, and it was like, kicked me in the ass when I was walking, she did, said, yeah she kicked me, and so, cause she thought I was a a ho, cause you took, she and I turned around and, her. and whooped her motherfucking ass in that, in that hallway <laughs> and the principal, even was trying to break it up, I was on his head cause I knew, even as a younger child, like my temper, once I go red, it, it's not, you. it's hard to, no. Mm-hmm. know like, it's going to take a lot of motherfuckers to get. What's your sign? I'm a Virgo. Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Just, that's a proper question people ask. Like, Oh, yeah, y'all be yeah, fucking up. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. so, so, we had the fight earlier in the day. So, um, you know, on the way home, she didn't know I was walking behind her. And she's talking to one of the girls she's walking with. Like, yeah, man, they was like, I heard you and Smiley had a fight. And she's like, "Yeah, I whooped her motherfucking ass." And I say, "Did you?" I turned around. off, oh, she looked like she saw a Oh uh, I say, "So whoop my motherfucking, <laughs> oh, no. whip my motherfucking ass now. Whip it again." And she was like, "Bitch, fuck you." Blah, blah, blah. I say, "Since you want to whoop some ass, I will whoop your ass like your mama should have did." Oh with you. no! <laughs> and I took my belt off and I and I whipped her. Uh, she remembers really, that like, uh, uh, all the time she probably does and you know let me tell you how I remember it it's so fucked up that <laughs> I remember it and I would be like if I see this bitch right now today she probably would. To... <laughs> either she might try to be my friend or she probably try to fight me because of that oh. uh, that is yeah, some grown man shit there and so look so when I got to Denby she was there and she was in the game and so they tried to jump me So, we fought in Denby. Her and I fought in high school again. Damn. That's like your arch enemy. That was my enemy. And so, we go... This is ninth grade. And so, tenth grade year, we go back to school. We're in the fucking auditorium to get our schedules. And her and her girls tried to jump me again. again. Like, what is this? And so... What is this? So, my record from all the way from... And I didn't know this at the time that your school record follows you like prison it's your personal record. it's your personal record so all of these fights from elementary school on up it made even though she was a bully and she bullied a lot of people in school yeah she didn't have the fight record that i had so so it looked like i was the aggressor so what was your record well, you know, i never, I just lost, with I never you. lost a fight. They they started calling me, uh, when Layla Ali started boxing, they started calling me young Layla. Oh! That's how. My... <laughs> that's pretty tough. So that's where it came that's from. That's so crazy. I've known you for so long, so long and you're yeah. such
0: a nice, like, calm ass woman. Thank you. That's a
1: surprise. That's fucking surprising. <laughs> it took some work. But yeah, oh. I ended up getting kicked out of all Detroit public schools for that. So the then what? Then I had to go to night school i had to go to night school well first i had to go to job corps
0: okay then i oh. got kicked out of job corps, job corps with the on, Je- kids. on jefferson oh
1: yeah then i got kicked out of job corps but you were with
0: adult there too right it with was job corps? Uh,
1: it was yeah not very many though it was okay. more younger high schools dude. and what is job corps? job corps is a um it's a trade school okay and so i went for computer technology and yeah I got kicked out I got kicked Because they have a zero tolerance policy, uh, uh-huh. I got kicked out of there. You were a firecracker, and then yeah, I saw I was in high school and you
0: know here we are, and here we, we are. got your own new house that you young, bought. Young
1: G-D-E. Yes. You have a G-D? No. Me too.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, hey, 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 I love it. It, it was like... Education, Does Straight up. <laughs> what you I was
0: doing it. I was like, why did I do this before? Mm. Oh, God. I hate it. I hate so, so much. Well, just because I had so much shit going on at home. Mm-hmm. It was like I had to work and stuff. I had to work. I was with my grandma. Nobody was fucking there with me and her. And so it was like, I had to work and... Oh, God, school so stupid. So, when I did the GED, I was definitely like, man, they should really, they should, like, train schools and stuff shouldn't be when you're getting in trouble because, mm-hmm. really, like, you were getting in trouble because somebody's fucking with you. You're being yeah. abused the whole time.
1: And, and I what mean, are you I, supposed I to, to do? I was like all the way from fucking elementary school. I mean, you know, it was just people because I am nice. Yeah,
0: you're super, oh, you're super I'm, fucking kind.
1: nice and people think that I'm a. A fucking pushover, and they think that I'm just. But I got them hands. Yeah, I'm like I don't like to let them go because when I see when I, it's just like it's not a good sign. Yeah. You know? So why you, why uh, why people call you Smiley? That's my last name. That's your last name. <laughs> so people my call you Smiley. Smile. People back in the day called me Smiley because of yours, your last name. Because or of my last name, and I smile a lot. You smile. A lot. I smile, and I think that's because of my last name. I smile. A lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so back in, in, in my school, a lot of my old school friends, schoolmates still call me Smiley. That, oh, yeah? When they see me, they be like, Smiley.
0: Like,
1: hey. <laughs> or, you know, they call me by my given name. And yeah. I be like, who the fuck? Cause right, you know yeah. it's just fucked up when you've been going by your stage name for so long that somebody calls you by your real name and then you... Really, Initially, you don't do shit. You don't yeah. turn around. Yeah. And then they say it again, and you're like, oh, shit, that's me. That's awesome, <laughs> Like, oh, that is me. In your head, do you, what do you call yourself? Um,
0: Like, if you're in the mirror. I give myself pep talks because I get a lot of anxiety, but
1: I have to go to fancy parties. I call myself Paula. You do? Yeah. I be like, Constance, girl, you got this. Yeah, I be like, Paula, you motherfucker better now that you are the shit. Fuck these dirty motherfuckers. That's right. Yes. That's cool. That's what let people fuck over you. Fuck these. Yeah,
0: they'll take advantage of you, especially Mm. because you're so skilled. So, tell me where you come
1: from. I come from Detroit. You know, I mean, born and bred East Side. I'm back on the East Side. Happy to be back on the East Side. Um, You know, I come from the era of battle rap. uh, You know, yes. C-note lounge era. Napoleon's retreat. Uh, St. Andrew's Lush Lounge, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to the music side of things. Um, another part of me where I come from, I come from a family of musicians and singers, songwriters, things like that. So, yeah.
0: So, did you guys, you grew up like with music in the house?
1: Well, my biological father used to sing in the group The Floaters. Oh, sure. My godfather uh, sang in Enchantment um so yeah lots of music in the house my mother never was a successful singer but she knows how to sing and Mm -hmm. and my you know she and my uncle uh they used to tear the talent show circuit up when (laughs) i was in school oh that's so so mm -hmm. that's so yeah
0: so um so you were doing like because i don't i know that there's the cyphers i was i was just a fan like oh all the detroit because we have so many crazy hip-hop artists right I mean, amazing that come out here right. that are still doing really cool stuff. And so I'm super honored to sit here with you because I was like, was like, oh, she's so cool, you know. And then we just were always in the same circles and became really good friends over time. So I appreciate that. But I'm I'm curious, like, how would you start doing, like, entering those circles and taking it out of the stairwell of a school and the things that you're working on to actually start to present it with people?
1: Okay. That's a great question. So, you know, when I was in, um you know i really started doing i started freestyling in elementary school on the, <laughs> on the school bus no bullshit like they would be making the beat and then hallway. i was probably so i was in third grade so shit how, how old are you when you was third grade nine no eight, eight, nine yeah, yeah. third or mm-hmm. fourth grade started, that's so amazing so you were like a little yeah baby a little baby and then you know ended up like rapid, starting to really. So what happened was initially, <laughs> I had a teacher in elementary school named Miss Andrew Jack and uh, she was my social studies teacher, and she would have us write out, out like poems or whatever, uh-huh. you know, in a daily journal, and so so I started transforming those things into poems. <laughs> And then use and then transform the poems into more of a melodic thing. And I think it was because I fell in love with like my tenth birthday. My mom got me a uh, a record player. Nice. And she got me a Run DMC vinyl. Nice. And she got me a uh, Super Sonic. And you know they had the instrumentals on there, so I would be oh, on there like oh shoot, trying to rap. And then at the time, like MTV started popping and yeah. showing rap videos uh-huh. and then I was like yo and and I really knew that I could do it when I saw Empty Light cause mm-hmm. she reminded me more of myself mm-hmm. so yeah I, I just you know why is that I don't know probably because like she had I a, a, I don't really know what it was that made me identify with her more than the other women rappers at uh-huh. the time I don't know if it was because of How she dressed, Mm -hmm. you know. Because I mean, you know, I dress in with the, I I guess, the tomboy swag. You're wearing. Let's see, fashion, fashion, fashion. I am wearing some true, true religion camel pants with a gold zipper on the very, very nice detail. I have a relive vintage long sleeve t shirt Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and some. White Hanes socks. You look beautiful. Crisp white. Flipper floppers. Those look like, uh, maybe, maybe like hmm, five times. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, I don't know if it was that or if it was like the tone of her voice and the, she just had this approach, you know, and I was like, dang. Okay, because I mean, I thought that, I thought that MC Light, I mean, I thought that Salt and Pepper was dope. Yeah. I thought that J.J. Fad was dope. I thought Queen Latifah was dope. But once I saw those MC Light videos, and maybe tools because like Light had the the dudes rocking with her. And yeah. I always had all male friends growing Right. So I was like, yo, I, I feel like I can really do this shit. Like, okay. yeah, You know. I don't know the other chicks. They they just kind of primped up and and all prissy and stuff. So. Yeah, it's a different thing. And, and then, then even at the time, that didn't seem like it was an issue. With they didn't really care as much about image as they do nowadays. So I don't know. I just felt like that's who I connected with. As a you know what I mean. But I always yeah. knew like I can rap like these yeah. guys. Yeah. And then I saw saw a paper. I was like, oh, girls rap. But then I saw somebody, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I was like, yo, yeah. I can fucking. Do the shit. It just seemed like because because the salt and pepper stuff was a little more poppy. It is, yeah. You know, it was like fun and but life was rough. She was she had that, but like really beautiful. Yeah, 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 really beautiful. But But what she was talking about was like, and that's the type of stuff that I was rapping. Like we would be on a bus playing the dozens. Yeah, and so you know when you hear salt and pepper songs opposed to like like sound like she was playing the dozens yeah. in a different way yeah, yeah she was like you know it was she was battling but yeah. it was like nobody there she was just staking, stating her claim like y'all ain't fucking with me oh
0: yeah and so that's
1: what i connected with like yeah, yeah these motherfuckers ain't fucking with me yeah i don't want you niggas to dance when i'm rapping Right. <laughs> well say I want y'all to dance but not dance.
0: Right, yeah, yeah like you really saying something that it's, it's about. It's, yeah. Because yeah, I guess like salt and pepper is it is super fun music. It was like, fun. It was yeah, fun. Yeah, you fun. know, my mom
1: like my mother used to pull up first of all she had the very first probe, Ford probe that was sung <laughs> in, in Detroit. And Oh so, for real? Yes. And so she pulled up to the house this bright red like red like this cup bright red four <laughs> pro right and at the time we lived in the two family flat there uh-huh. on linux and so my mom was a um she was the uh what the fuck was her position at a construction site she was like the boss the supervisor uh-huh. of some shit so to speak and had no she don't know nothing about construction but she didn't Went and got a damn supermarket. <laughs> why well, She just knows. She could, they just need someone there with right. eyes. Right. And so she pulls up to the house. We didn't know who it was, but all we hear was salt and pepper bumping. Right. Like, you know. And I'm like, who was this? And she get out there. My mom back in the day had the asymmetric. Oh, she was like, I am salt <laughs> <Stone> and pepper. <laughs> I <know>. am. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> so, you know, I'm like, wow. But she like she liked Saw pepper and I'm like yo okay these two records that you gave me these are cool but I want I need this MC Light song yeah I need this I need that so you know that's when I really started sitting down and and figuring out how to how to write and craft the lyrics and like string everything together to make songs and I was you know that's fifth sixth grade yeah so
0: do you remember any of your first uh, like raps? Oh no. I wish. <laughs> Oh my god! Sorry, it was so
1: gross. I wish that I. I Ooh
0: wee! I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, it's, it's fine. And
1: and you know, back in the day, that, that I was not pimpet. That was. I mean, that was my rap name then. I was pimpet. Pimpet like Smurfet? Yes, but, but <laughs> not like Smurfet. But not like Smurfette at all. But not even at that time. I didn't even have a rap name. I didn't even have a rap name. Pimp when it. I was. But yeah, and then that that name. <laughs> my cousin India gave me that name. She had. It, it, her name was Sneaky Smiley, Nice. and she was like, "You gonna be pimp Because my biological days, were like, look at my look at my baby. She wore like a little pimp, and my middle name is Antoinette. And so she put them, oh, she put them together, and like, "You gonna be pimp it. And I was like, "Okay, very meta." Of your little cousin. (laughs) Well, she's older than me, but she's like sneaky, smiley, and pipette. But she didn't even. (laughs) So she, she, oh,
0: she didn't. So she was like the hype man. (laughs) She
1: wanted me to write the Oh, so you were ghostwriting at a young age. I was (laughs) ghostwriting at a young age. Yeah,
0: that's cool stuff. So how'd you end up doing stuff with, um, like, working with St. Andrews and doing like venues? Just just
1: um, going to a lot of the open mic things. How shoes used to do. Uh, the three floors of fun events. Right. and With all the uh, mic upstairs, and you know, people, they be in that cipher, and then here comes, oh, what you doing, little girl? Who you, I'm about to rap. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. And then they like, oh, man, who let this little girl in here? Yeah. And I started rapping, and they like, oh, damn. She got, a, who, who wrote that for you? I wrote my oh, own shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so that's how I got in that whole. Cypher scene and just young and and like hey I want to get in this club I know I'm underage and some people will vouch for me because they had seen me around sure but the first studio the first person I ever worked in the studio with was this producer named Kamal and um yeah he went to my mom's I, so let me tell you about this story yeah <laughs> I walked up to him because everybody you know you got the neighborhood yeah motherfucker who runs. So they like, oh, man. This dude, named come on. He rap. He gotta hear you. He gotta hear you. So I was, they was like, oh, there you go over there. He lived like two blocks from me at the time. Yeah. So I walked up on him. I was like, yo, you come on. He was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. You rap, huh? He was like, he like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you can't rap better than me. Oh, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, you're four, I'm 14 years, 15 years old. And he I mean, was like, he was like, what? I'm like, yeah. So, I started rapping. Uh, he was looking at me like, wow. Oh, shit. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to take you to the studio. He went over there, talked to my mom. Like, oh, your cool. daughter got talent. You know, she took his information down. Like, let me see your ID. Yeah, <laughs> your mom, yeah. You know, give me your ID. And, and I respected her for that because, you know, at the time, just to be transparent, like my mother was just um Overcoming her drug addiction, mm-hmm. so most parents in that in that state, you know, wouldn't not even in that state yeah. wouldn't have gave a fuck and be like, oh, I don't care because they don't really pay that they ain't much thinking attention about that. to to yeah. their kids and they not even, you know, like some kids just run amok to do what they want to do, but he mm-hmm. and he was respectful enough, and some kids is don't even like you ain't gotta tell you ain't gotta ask my mama shit, I'm gonna go and do what I want to do. He went over there he was like, no, I don't want I mean, to talk to your mom. I, I was like, yeah, you got to ask my mom, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he went and talked to her. She was took his information down and, you know, okay, anything happened to my baby, I got your address. And so it, it was like we went in the studio. We recorded that. that what was, was that like the first time? The first song that I recorded it was called Psychedelic. And it was amazing. I had to figure out in a quick instant, like, you know, when you're used to just rapping outside and rapping in these settings, whereas, like, you have to have a different recording tone. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had to realize, like, okay, I'm, like, I'm I'm projecting too loud. Um,
0: Right. Because you're not, you don't have to project because you just have a microphone. Right. Yeah.
1: And so... <clears throat> it's a diff It's a difference, and some people at my age didn't even recognize. It. I was like, "Hold on, wait. I think I'm, I'm too loud. So let me, you know." He was That's like, was like, He's like, "You ain't never been in the studio before." I was like, "It's this, this my first time." That's crazy. You know, so you, you walked in. And you knew walked in, and you know, I was like, "Okay, let me." You know, I wanted to feel. I wanted to put put on a front like I knew right. what I was doing, but I was already honest about. Like, hey, I've never recorded before. Yeah. Like, I performed at a lot of places, but I had never recorded before. So when we went in there, and we did the first the first take, and I was like, "Wait a minute, uh, I think I'm, I'm yelling too much. Let me, let me <laughs> you got you like hype like you know, on stage." Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So he was like, he was in there nodding. Like, you know, I think that was a critique that he was prepared to give me. Yeah. But I had already figured it out. Uh huh. And so he was just like, and he spoke up. Yeah. Rather than being like, oh. yeah, he was just like, yeah, you know, and he um he mentored me for the first six, seven years. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my producer, I record with him and my music, and you know, when we run into each other, it's still love. That's friends. cool. And you know, I always try to track him down, and I'm wishing sometimes that we could connect and do music, but we're just you will. <clears throat> If, if I, you want to, is that something that's a goal? It's something that I wanted to do, but you know, if he hears this, this is not a diss to him. But sometimes people grow in different directions, sure. and sometimes people elevate at different paces. Mm-hmm. And so, his production is still dope, but it's just not for me. Sure. You know what I mean? Like it's still kind of, it's still kind of in that place that we were when i stopped recording with him when i was like 18. okay know? and so it's like yeah that's yeah. that's totally very really transcendent to the next to where we are now sonically okay So yeah. okay yeah that mm-hmm. makes sense that makes sense it's like got that old school feel yeah yeah and there's nothing wrong with that because mm-hmm. everything circles back around mm-hmm. so eventually we may end up <laughs> mm-hmm. working together again you mm-hmm. know what i mean but at this point you know now that I have a bed I know what my vibe is I know what direction I want to go with and I, it's really hard to try to find people who can even push past what I used to do as an artist as a solo artist so they're not really used to when well, I describe the sign that I want mm-hmm. they're not used to it because they're not used to producing it for themselves Yeah. so they don't know how to push themselves to that next level and it's kind of intimidating you know what I mean from what I'm hearing from a lot of producers that i have reached
0: out to they like, oh man, man." Well, you just have to find the right thing for what you're doing. And if you have some pushback, yeah. Like if you have pushback then that's a good that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like if you're doing something that well what I've learned is like if you're I've had people, especially like even with this podcast. So I'm excited to have started I'm like, oh I'm gonna make this thing talk about journeys and shit, whatever. And I told this guy that I know and I actually respect his opinion. Um about it, and he was like, "Oh, the name of it is so violent," and I was like, "Word!" Like I'm talking about art and stuff or whatever. But it was like it made me really uncomfortable because I'm like, "Okay, why well, have to, I do have to recognize that Maybe you don't like the shit, or maybe you don't like cursing, or maybe mm-hmm. it is offensive." But also, you're entitled to that. You could probably get the fuck out of here, also, right. if you don't like it. But don't if you're giving me pushback, then I'm like, "Okay, that's just it's a part of the process." Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. You're gonna do some shit that's uncomfortable, so you just gotta find your team and be yeah. like, you know, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I can. You can talk about it. It's fine. You don't have to like it, but um, you know, I think it's like important that you're doing something new. So before we get into that, I have to talk about email.
1: Okay.
0: My mom talked about it the other day. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, your friend Corona. She's so nice. She comes over here all the time. She's so great. Where is she?" I was like, "Oh, she's busy." <laughs> you know
1: she making an eight mile part too you yeah, know she was
0: like she was like <laughs> i just saw eight miles so proud so man, yeah man, your mom's so dope <laughs> hey mom <laughs> <She is. laughs> my mom was hilarious what was so how how'd you start like how did that happen because i know i was i don't really know much about it at all i just saw the movie and mm-hmm. you know i knew your work and stuff i was like oh especially a woman representing that shit was dope thank you you know
1: so, that that actually came about... Man, that story is so funny because sometimes people be looking at me like, what the hell are you thinking? So, when I tell you this story, you're probably going to look at me like, what? So, there was this group of people like doing scouting around the city. Okay. Um, we knew nothing about what was going on. We knew nothing about this whole movie situation. Um, and this... Casting director approached me one night after I had got finished rapping at the Lush Lounge. And he's like, Yeah, you know, it's, it's a black dude, dreads, you know, glasses. I'm looking at him. Like, I remember those dudes. Yeah, yeah so, I remember those so, you dudes. don't like patchouli. don't <laughs> so yeah, like, like patchouli, getting all Yeah. And so yeah, so I'm like, sure. he's like, Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm cast, I'm doing casting director for this movie. And you would be perfect. I can't give you any details about it, but I would love for you to come and audition for it. So he gives me a card, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'll call you, right? I'll have my manager reach out. So the date for the audition, he wrote it down on the card. Sure. I had a show in Chicago, so I didn't make it to that audition. Okay. So then he came to another, he was at another show a couple of weeks later at St. Andrews. Okay. And he's like, yeah, you know, I was telling my boss about you. And I really would love for you to, you know, audition for this movie. Okay. And, you know, we have another uh, op- another audition, and I want you to come and give gives me the date. This time I'm in, I go to New York. Oh yeah, you were right. <laughs> Yeah, that. So I missed the first two auditions. Okay. And so, well, this was before the whole the whole rest of the white folks that were coming in, like looking and scouting yeah. for the venues and all of this shit location. Yeah. So I had another show at St. Mandrews and I'm like, "Who's all these old white people that's been at these venues, uh-huh. like lurking around, uh, looking suspicious like
0: and obvious?" And,
1: right, and so I see old boy again, and he's like, "Hey, man, you know, you didn't show up to the auditions. I've been telling everybody about <laughs> you. Here, blah 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 blah." He was like, "We might have one more. I'm gonna see if uh, if I can get you in there," and I'm like, "Okay." didn't hear nothing else it's wrong. crazy because you d- don't even
0: care it seems like. <laughs> like like you're like okay maybe no but I'm, I'm, like i'm okay
1: to the story so i'm gonna tell you why right. my reaction was like this. sure so i'm just like okay cool and so like the next day or something i saw on the news they're like yeah which rap artist which detroit rap artist is searching for talent for his new movie and blah, blah 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 right and they're like it's gonna be open auditions at the White Frog in Roseville tomorrow this time right get <laughs> like damn I gotta go so I get a call from my homeboy Cobb may he rest in peace he's like hey this casting director has been looking for you mm-hmm. And they want you to come to the it, it was it was called the Omni Hotel. It was right. It's right off the off the river. Mm. So they want you to come to the Omni Hotel on Jefferson and tomorrow. And I was like, man, I'm going to the fucking audition. I saw the news that him auditioned for a movie, and then I'm like, I'm going to that. He was yeah, like, nah, you coming to this one? This is like, no, you need to be at that. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to be in this movie with him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck, yeah. this dude talking about? He's like, trust me, come. So I go there, and it's, this is not for the extras. This is for the speaking parts. Okay. So the one at the wire frog was for the extras. Okay. So I'm like, damn, okay. So couldn't kind of find out it was the dude, Eric Jackson. Yes. Okay who was one of the casting directors trying to get me to do this audition the whole time for this fucking movie
0: oh okay
1: but he couldn't tell you what it was he not tell me what it was and the reason why I was reacting like that was because years before when I was I was at a music seminar in Reno, Nevada for the Impact Summit and you know some big name you know folks in the entertainment business were there and they were like, hey, we're about to film this video, uh-huh. and and then I was about to, and they like invited me and my homegirl that was hanging out together at the time. She happened to be an eight mile too, but you know we were hanging out together at the summit because it's like Amir and and wasn't even that cool, but it was because I was out there. I'm like rapping with everybody. I didn't got in. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't got in cool with Killer Priest and nice. everybody, and I'm like, yo. So she wanted to hang out with. Me. So they're like, yo, we're about to go up there and, and, and to this little movie shoot. And my homeboy was like, no. And I was like, no. He was like, nah, don't go up there, man. They're shooting the porn. <gasps> oh, and they're recruiting girls no. for the porn. And I was whoa, like, whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. So the fact that Detroit wasn't known as a town, a that city is, for movies. You know what I mean? I was like, "What does this dude want? Like, is he trying to get me to be in the porn?" You know what I mean? Like, like I don't want to be in the porn. <laughs> so that, that whole thing, I'm like, "Yo, this my brother, and it's and it's messed up." But I was just being protective because I had never, I had never heard of his casting his you know his film.
0: So the guy that was like the uh the like hotel oh, yeah. nigga, he was the
1: one that was gonna bring him. To, to he the was the one right? that was gonna. No, no, he was the oh, one that right. was actually official okay but okay because good of the situation previously years before you know i was skeptical and right i was like not really pressed like this man ain't giving me no details what is this movie last time you know the thoughts in my right, ear, Yeah. last time the fuck invited me to audition for a movie it turned out to be a poem. That is. so yeah, i was like yeah i'm about to go rock these shows right yeah you know what okay. i mean and so i was like I didn't know him he was sketchy I had never heard of his film production company and you know what I'm saying and it's it is fucked up now that I when I think about it and like even a couple weeks after mm-hmm. you know I was like yo okay my man's was legit so once I analyzed it I was like okay would you have been skeptical if one of the white people had approached you mm-hmm. and said that or would you, would you have thought that they were actually the le- legit You know what I mean, but I was holding on to that, you know, that deceitful shit that the motherfuckers had did, yeah, and tried to get us up there. Yeah, what the fuck was they gonna do when we got up to the room?
0: Yeah, you know, and that's really kind of like, man, yeah, hotel auditions are super problematic.
1: You know, I've always heard the the, the rumors about the casting There's couch. There's a casting people. couch. It's yeah. literally called the casting couch. Yeah.
0: Like, I, I modeled for this hot second. I fucking hated it. I was like, I just want to talk and think, right. you know, but you you got to wear the clothes and shut the fuck up. And I have went. One of the first jobs I was going to do in New York, it was like for this Grace Jones thing. We're going to go to Paris for Cannes and shit. But it was, some, it was like, I wasn't really comfortable with it. It was super freaky shit because her ass is freaky. So it was like, dildos and riding horses nude and all this shit so the photographer that um that he was doing our test shots he pulled his dick out Mm -hmm. and i remember i was 22 but it was like at their space and i didn't really know shit you know Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah go take these photos for the fucking test shot and it's all fine you know it was fine fine and then i smell this motherfucking like Mm. I don't even know probably like what herpes smell like or like gonorrhea smells like
1: mm.
0: I mean I'm sorry if you got it no shame but that shit was strong as fuck it was like this smell of dick and I looked over and this nigga's dick is oh, I was old white dude I was like oh oh boy wow. so I left or whatever but then I was like, oh, that's a thing. Because if he did it with me, he, did it he with does it with other life. girls. And I was really young. And it was so gross. so I was like, oh, this is like that casting call shit. Like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to do that yeah, I mean, yeah, I've heard
1: stories about it. So, you know, that was that was how I ended up getting in the thing by actually going. If, if Cobb wouldn't have called me, then I would have went to the wrong audition. You protected and yourself. Yeah. You know, I've never really had a real official manager. I've been pretty much managing myself my entire career. Mm-hmm. I've had a person pretending to be a manager or mm-hmm. being the face, you know, because I just didn't want to communicate with a lot of people. Sure, yeah, it makes sense. You know, I'm like, I have a relationship with a lot of people, and I didn't want to rub other folks the wrong way by like, hey, yo, no, I'm standing firm on my price and this and this Absolutely. and that. So I had to have a person be the face, you know. Yeah. But She always, I had to tell her everything to say, everything to do, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So I really pretty much have managed myself my entire career, and um, I was just really being protective of, like, I don't want to walk into those situations, and I had some homegirls who... You know, and I'm also a sexual assault victim. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I, well, not victim. I am a survivor. I, right, yeah, you know, yeah, I got, yeah, you're a survivor. I, I, got, I got raped twice when I was younger. So, I'm, like, I'm not going walk in this motherfucker. You got me fucked up. You know no, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, well, who is this guy? Why is why is he being so secretive? You want me to come audition for this thing bright and early in the morning? But you're not, and I understand it now how the industry is, but you have to at least give somebody some time. You to tell me yeah. who was the star. He <coughs> didn't tell me what the premise of the movie was about. But he could have gave me something to yeah. where I would have felt. And once I talked to him about cause he and I are really good friends still. And he tried to get me in more movies and you know, the chick who is one girl, she's really she's really famous now in the um, in the movie and TV industry. And we auditioned for the Sodom Pre thirteen film mm-hmm. and she beat me out. The chick, brown skin dark skinned one with the with the short, real, real short hair. Oh. Well what? she she um she usually wear the bald head. Uh I forget her name. But yeah, she um so she beat me out for the role and he be like he be so mad, like, you know, that was supposed to be you. I said, Well, everything <laughs> happens for another he was but you know, he's just telling me some things, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the folks in the industry and they don't really look at, some people don't really look at the talent. They look at what's on your resume. Yeah. And because I only had the one movie on my resume, that was the only thing that nudged me out from getting the role. Mm-hmm. And she had a lot of things on her resume, you know, but she's a great actress. Sure. And she really want. You know what I mean? Like that's Fuck fucker. I'm in bed <laughs> right now. She's a great actress. And you know, like she is. She probably took method acting classes. My motherfucking ass yeah. was in one film. But the cast and director saw something in me. And she pushed for me to get my sag. She pushed for me. She was like, you're going to be huge. And wanted me to come out to California and do some things. And try to get me a walk-on part on Malaysia. Yeah. But my, my mom had heart failure. And so... I had to stay home, like, Okay. you know. Uh, so you want to do stuff like that again? Would you act again? Yeah, came? of course. I I, lo- I was in a come out I, to LA. I've been a couple. I've been in a couple of short films, straight to DVD things. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like um, I'll, I wanna I'll put them up if that's cool with you. Detroit Diamond is one. I don't think they. Re- yeah, it's probably up. It's a link somewhere. I'll find it. Um. Yeah,
0: I've been doing some stuff. You can tell me later. Um, yeah. that's that's like that's pretty cool stuff. So you're doing so now. So after eight mile, and then then what happened? Because now you're doing something completely like evolved. So what 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 did things look like after that? And then so after
1: eight mile, I really thought like, okay, my career is going to take off. You know what I'm saying? Like, realistically speaking, I, I thought that things would have moved in a way where the music would start popping. Uh-huh. But, um, I had a lot of blockers. Uh-huh. You know, I had a lot of people who blocked opportunities when folks inquired about me. And, you know, they know not what they do. Yeah. Yeah. They knew what they was doing, but they know not what they do. So,
0: yeah, people want your energy and shit. And, yeah. yeah.
1: And so, um, some of my friends, we always say, like, if social media were around during that time, like, we would be through the strats here. Yeah. But also, I believe that the fact that social media is around the way it is now is, is, is part of the reason why I've still been so relevant. Yeah, because totally. People see the movie, and then they get to searching, and then they find me online, and then they look at me like, oh, shit, well, she really does music, and damn, you know, <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, you know, so... Um, it was like a, it was like a bittersweet thing, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean, like, I don't like to, I don't like that some folks who aren't really in the industry or uh, know about the music scene or whatever, they just, it it was frustrating for a while, like, oh, Vanessa Bob. Yeah, then it was time I would be at work. Like, had a regular job. I'm trying to hustle to pay sure pay to get my album put out. Right, because yeah. I'm a hundred percent independent. You're a fucking artist. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm at my job doing my jobly duty, mm-hmm. and motherfuckers want to follow me around talking about ain't you the girl famous? Say your rap. Oh, say your rap, man. And I'm like, no, no, thank you. And they're like, no, say your rap right now. <sighs> No, man, come on, do it. How'd you not fight
0: them? They have such like, a good record of beating people up.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, bro, stop, like no, that's not me. I have. A it twin was a twin. movie, dude. Listen, and I'll be like, I have a twin sister. She actually is the one in the movie nice. that lives, and she's in California doing it. You know? <laughs> yes. yeah. Oh shit! We'll say her rap. <laughs> oh oh, Detroit! The most <laughs> persistent of these oh dudes. My God, damn, oh right? my God! no, I'm not saying the fucking rap You're gonna get me fired. I would like to keep a job, That's gotta get person. this album put out, yeah, so yeah, you know, <laughs> it was moments like that, but um, a bittersweet thing, and you know, I just we celebrated the fifteen year anniversary uh the year before last,, mm-hmm. and surprisingly. They enlisted me to like headline the whole shit, nice. and do all the things because M was on tour, and, mm-hmm. and so it's not surprising to me. You're a fucking legend. Well, thank you. I mean, I, it wasn't surprising to me that they asked me would I be interested in hosting. Sure, but I won't lie. It was it was surprising to me that when because he was start he was about to start the promo run for the new single at the time. Okay. And, that was dropped with Beyonce and so it was surprising to me when they were like hey you know this is how his team communicates with me hey Marshall isn't gonna be available to do any of the promo run or anything for the for the anniversary stuff so would you wanna do all the radio interviews would you wanna do the news thing? Like talk. would you wanna do the thing, yes. the thing and I was like oh yeah that's sure. great like don't be the shit don't be the bad yeah you that's bass. really great yeah so um how did that feel? It felt great. It really, it did feel great because he could have chose every, anybody from the city out of that that played. There's a lot of y'all out here it's that, that are us, dope as fuck. It's yeah. a lot of us that were in that movie that yeah. are still actively doing things, um, you know, in Detroit and outside of the country. And so yeah. the fact that you know, shout out to <laughs> shout out to my homie Mikey Epstein. He was like, he's the main promoter, and it was like nice. his birthday celebration. I in, conjunction with the, uh, yeah, in conjunction with the yeah, in conjunction with the anniversary, he was like, yo, we want it to be special. So they like rented out this whole fucking Dajana movie theater and the theater just played 8 Mile in every fucking thing. That's it was so dope. It was sold out like, oh online man. Media from every fucking where so you got, I'm like, you know red carpet shit talking to yeah. this magazine and that magazine and this magazine and then and the fact that when he was saying that, you know, the the Shady Records team realized that, you know, M wouldn't be available to do it, and they were like, well, who's going to... And he was like, let's see
0: That's if Miss Corona
1: will do it. And so when he told me that, I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. He was like, no, <laughs> yeah. Marshall was like, yo, we so, should see if Miss Corona will do it. And I was like, yo, tell him, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Did you and send them, like, a fruit basket? I, I did not send them a fruit basket. No, too late. It's never too Post late. Postcard. But you know, they gave <laughs> me some nice gifts, man. They sure. gave me They gave me some nice-ass gifts, Cleanse. you know what I'm saying? And Barco, uh promotions. And I got, like, a, a, a Shinola gold watch. Hey. And, you know, a lot of things. That's man.
0: cool. So. That's cool. So, um, so now, yo, what I are you got doing? fucking,
1: uh... I got this uh, this this collector's item. It was a limited edition Carhartt. Because, you know, he wore the Carhartt Oh, yeah, eight yeah. You know, Carhartt 8-mile hoodie. Really? I was supposed to get a coat, too. Do you have somebody it? Somebody stole my coat. I do have it. I got the hoodie. I got I got uh, a few other things they gave me. You see so my it. face? I'm like, yeah. huh? <laughs> I was just snap photos of it. I was going okay. to put this shit up for sale because it's too big for me. I'm like, I can't wear that. And my mom was like, "No, you better keep that. it. You to keep that. You can put it in the frame." I was like, "You
0: can't put it in the frame."
1: I was pissed. I agree with your mom. I was pissed that a motherfucker stole my coat because it was supposed to be a coat, a hoodie, and a like shirt. Dude, dude I'ma see shit. you out here, like, like what you bro. <laughs> you took my coat, man. Like, I know somebody took my and when they gave me the bag. I was like, damn, it looked like somebody went in the bag. The motherfucker took my coat out of there, but it's cool. I was like, Boo, yeah, Boo. Yeah, 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 they did. But yeah, man, so after the eight-month thing, you know, the music still was popping and bubbling, and I was still pushing myself. And, you know, at the time, I was like, you know, record label shit was still really hot and heavy, the major labels, so I was trying to push to get signed sure. and, or distribution or Anything and then fucking I was help like, oh, put the shit out. Yeah. Nobody believes in me, fuck it. I'm gonna put my own shit out. So mm-hmm. I put my own shit out. You know, it took some time. Even had the like part ways from my production company that I was working with at the time mm-hmm. and they like held all my music hostage so I had to fucking start over Ugh. from scratch.
0: That's such a fucking bummer when they do that
1: to y'all. <laughs> it's such a fucking bummer. You know, I had to start over from scratch, so you know, I ended up working with this amazing producer named Chains. And Chains and I our, our chemistry is undeniable. And so we ended up making two albums at the same time. Nice. So we did the the Dope Music Project was like, you know, our introduction to and I and I made this album like paying homage to the old school boom bop era that made awesome. me fall in love with hip hop. And nice. then we at the same time were crafting the injections like yo, this is like, my official introduction and, like, you know, kind of a explanatory, uh, I don't know, like, it, it gave a lot of explanation of why it took so. because people were like, yo, why it's been taking so long for you to come out yeah. with a project? What's up? And I just, you know, I let, I let a lot of the shit on, I didn't directly say name, but you know what I mean? There's a lot of subliminal messages in there. Okay. And some folks caught on, to. Okay. Okay. Cause you know, I mean, my feature game is crazy. Yeah. So if it wasn't for cats that I was working with for many years and like you know consistently hitting me up to hop on joints, then I don't know where I would be. Cause mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like it's it's already hard as a woman in this industry, and then when people purposely try to shut door it had door shut on you and you find out about it and then y'all in the same yep. circle and then you looking at these motherfuckers yep. they're not even they're not even knowing that they, you know at you. That mm-hmm. they did the fuck shit that they did yeah. and i just be like mm. but you know i'm more relevant now than a lot of those motherfuckers yeah yeah <laughs> you have longevity and so yeah. you know they they really are baffled I took a day. I retired for two and a half years, for God's sake. I remember. And I'm still like, I'm not
0: making music. I'm like, yep. what do you mean? I'm what does that cover. even
1: fucking mean? Fuck
0: this I'm shit. taking photos.
1: But your photos are dope. Thank you. How did you take start taking photos? I started taking photos because I was depressed because I couldn't get no beats. Oh, so, okay. Okay. And I was about to lose my fucking mind. And my sister, Nico, was like, yo, you love the water. Just get on your bike grab your camera, oh, hey, and so just go take some photos. Yeah. Just go take some pictures and just like reflect and ask the creator and ask the universe That's right. what's, what's next for you and what's and so I did those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally <laughs> hopped on my bicycle, went down the bell Isle, you know what I'm saying and um, I started taking photos and I was like praying and I'm like looking at the water and I'm like looking at these ducks lined up and I'm snapping photos and then like this whole euphoric feeling started coming over me, and I'm like, "It's called Jesus." Miss exactly, God. exactly. It's called God. Exactly, and, and I was that's like, "That's cool." I was like, "Lord, what's next for me?" And I snapped the picture.
0: Buddha was and right I there. Literally like, you
1: heard a voice like, "This is what's next." Yeah, like, <laughs> that's crazy. Looking around, like, hey, "What the fuck?" So I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, I need a sign. What's next?" And then, as I was saying that, all the other ducks. Went away, and it was like this one long little and i snapped the picture and i was like this is what's next that's the shit i was like wow okay you're telling me this is what's next you know and so i just kept riding i'm like no like no i ain't holding on to the head, no hands right no right yeah shit, yeah, yeah. And, and then i go home and hold To the computer, and I looked, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, these fucking shots are dope." Yeah, they're really beautiful, and it gave me so much joy, and it gave trigger finger trigger trigger finger visuals, visuals. and it gave me the it gave me that same feeling that I had being in the booth. That's the shit. You know what I mean? It gave me the same feeling that I had, and so it was like, "Okay, this shutter." And I actually spoke about this in a in a recent grant. Uh, Submission that Mm -hmm. I and I you know you gotta tell them all this stuff and I realized and when I put it in the words like yo okay so the shutter clicks became a new beat a new melody like and so I'm like writing these stories with my eye now so I'm just like telling this story like and even the way that I take pictures when people look at my photographs they're like these photos are like telling a story they do like I'm like. So yeah, that's what that's how photography
0: That's the shit. So you added that to your repertoire and then now you're making music again. I'm making Bless music you again. You and your mom and your sister <laughs> for giving me that camera because that's probably what you needed. Yeah. to well, you know Well
1: I had the camera already. I had the uh-huh. camera, was just like I had to blow it dust. So you had power. it
0: already and she was like, I Go and take camera,
1: it. I bought the camera in fucking two thousand and twelve because I was like, I'm gonna start shooting my own video.
0: I, I wanted to ask you that, show. like, do you, um... Because you're a storyteller. You know? I shot a
1: couple videos. Yeah, so w- you are you going to do short films yes. or... Yeah? Yeah. And can I we do one do together? Yes. And I okay. am, I, I, I'm actually about to start working on a documentary, um... And, yeah. Can you tell me about it? I will tell you a little bit about it because I want to buy still. That's idea. fine, you can do
0: it off... I won't put this up. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, since you're doing the visual art now Mm -hmm. and then you have the band so can you tell me about the band so the band is called the corona
1: effect Uh, (laughs) oh oh and so i've been trying to get a band together since 2010 well the end of 2009 was when it popped up in my brain like i'm gonna do i'm gonna have a band that's the shit yeah i want to rock with a band i want to do some shit yeah and so 2010 once the album was done um i did my record release party in in conjunction with the allied media conference that year so the amc book they were like yo okay you got this album you know the album's dope would you be interested in headlining the the show and i was like yeah can i get a band and it's like you know what we we're gonna have a band anyway to oh cool room. so yeah you can have a band we're gonna have a band <laughs> so to cool. for you and they like pay you know in the, in the budget and and so I was like, Yo, this is dope and so I talked to the band members at that time. Like, hey, I've been wanting to do a band. Yeah, yeah. And so we played at MoCAD, which is my current job. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> like Um, and so the shit was amazing. It was like it was really dope. It was a struggle in the beginning because of the way that MoCad is set up. The acoustics, like it's a wall of but it's like half a wall. So the sound was bouncing over okay. and back. Okay. And so I wasn't on time for the first couple songs. And I'm like, but the excitement, I'm like, yeah, I'm a little bit I'm about to get this shit yeah, and get yeah. together. And so like we did uh, an hour set, so it was broke up and it was dope. It was dope as hell. And then my drummer ended up getting he started doing M D work for like um What's M D? He was the uh, music director. Okay. He was doing indie work for a lot of people, and he, like, played with Mary J. Blige and fucking Neo, and now he's playing with Charlie Wilson. And, nice. and so, he, like, he, I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, man, I want y'all to be my band. He's like, we got you. Then he hit me up like, yo, oh, I gotta go on tour. I was like, well, hey, man, like, that's an opportunity. Like, sure, like, yeah. Like, oh, I ain't got the money, you know? Yeah. And so... You know, when it was time for me, I was like, hey, if I'm in the people were like, yo, you can't retire. I'm like, well, if it's if it was meant for me to come back, then I'm gonna come back the way I wanna come back. And then I prayed on it, and I was like, well, Lord, if it's meant for me to still do music, then I wanna do it with a band. And if it's meant for me to do it, then I'm going to get a band. And, and now you got the Corona and effect. I got the corona effect. <laughs> That's the shit. And now I got the Corona Do you effect.
0: guys have shows coming up? Well, yeah. I want to wrap it up pretty soon because I know you got to wrap it up. i going to
1: 7, 7.30. Yeah, so I don't oh, wanna I wanna want to keep going. want 47. That's the shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be really fun. So we have a show on, um, on June 14th. We're going to have a show in April at this place called the Armageddon Beach Party. I have to lock in the date on Thursday okay. we have a meeting to lock in the date for April. Um I will be playing this summer for um Live Six. It's a, it's called Live Six Entertainment and they do this this outdoor music festival during the summer season on Livernoy over in the college district. So I'll be doing I'll be doing something we, they haven't given me a date for that and I'm also gonna be playing down at the De Cup Cut. On my birthday, September eleventh. Okay. Um, for this this thing called Decipher. Um, so that's gonna be awesome. Like we're gonna rock out for my birthday, and then either that night. I'll or, try to
0: come. Yeah, you should come. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um. That's either, my mom's birthday. Well, her birthday's on the night. Okay. Yeah, so i welcome. Yeah, yeah, that'll be dope. See, see both you. y'all. Yeah. And so we we actually some fly out either that night or the next morning, and go and do some. Where are um, you gonna go? I haven't decided where I Come I'm to going. New York. Come to New York. We just come for Afro Punk. I wanna come for Afro Punk. It's That's going to so.
0: be motherfucking lit. Yeah, come up for August. So you know, the I
1: said I wasn't gonna come to Afro Punk until next year when my band and I are playing. And come I, come meet the scene. You'll meet the people, yeah. Yeah, come connect with us. I need, yeah. to, so yeah, I, to, the I need to get us on damn Afro Punk. Yeah, you
0: you'll get shit. Girl, you know. I like them oh, right there? Cause they they have shows up until they pretty much they they're not they don't have their schedule finished right now yeah, and so they're doing man. Atlanta and and they
1: really book up until like the last couple of days they, so they guess people they got drop get out. Atlanta, then they doing a one Paris, Paris. Paris. Yeah. South yeah. Africa yeah that's crazy yeah so um, but come on we're gonna be doing an event out there I'm excited this band sounds like you know we're applying for a lot of, a lot of things a lot of grant things that are mm-hmm. happening you know excuse me we just recorded a little acoustic performance video Awesome. The, the other day. Still, right here? Yeah, right here in the
0: room. I want to start doing uh the podcast, not I would want to, but I'm going to start doing a podcast um a, a visual element mm-hmm. to it Cause, yeah, yeah cuz I just want to I like them. I feel like I'm hanging out with my people, so yeah. I'll be like laughing <laughs> Like laughing and shit to myself. Right. But I would like to have something that's... And it makes it more accessible because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, they listen, they don't know that they listen to them. They're like, oh, yeah, I watch Drink Champs. You're like, that's podcast. But it's right. a visual, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so I yeah. want to just kind of play with that. So yeah. maybe I can ask... I'm going to pick your brain because I do not really know about... I got this little Sony thing, and it's okay. Let me see it. But it's... Um, I
1: got yeah. this little Sony thing, and it's okay. Yeah,
0: it's good, but I want to have something that's like...
1: I don't know how, how it'll do with with video quality. And it's yeah. enough, though, for sure. So my homie has his dope podcast. He has two of them, actually. The, um, mm. I forget the... Uh, Damn,
0: you uh, don't know. First of all, you don't know the name of the I podcast. The na- or I the- do know the name of the podcast. <laughs> no, what is it? No, it is called... Come on, 10 seconds. Nine, eight. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Now you ain't gonna remember this shit. <laughs> no, all this not right, like- is dope. I've been filming with it. I, so, I've been working on a travel show. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about it now. I've been working on it for a while, but um, I filmed in with this, and it was fine. You're making me feel bad
1: now.
0: So, you be alright?
1: I'm about to tell you right now. Okay. Damn it. Come on. I want to look at the damn picture so I can see the damn
0: Whenever thing. I try to look up something
1: fast, my phone just shuts and me off. It does the weirdest thing. was like, okay, I just took a picture with him. Right. For the thing, and this is it, okay? Theorematic, theorematic. Thank you. And then the second part of his podcast is the idioms, and he uses a Sony. I did, it, damn.
0: Sony <laughs> Flim Flam. It's fine. Yeah, Sony. That's Flim Flam. fine. Those are really good cameras. <laughs> this one's great. I love my Sony Flim Flam. <laughs> Send me some more cameras, Sony. I'll, I'll rock them. Oh, <laughs> um, that's the shit. Well, that's really cool. Um, Sony flip flag. <laughs> 2019. It's that new shit. Um, I want to know, like, I mean, we talked about a bunch of stuff, actually. Mm-hmm. We talked about a bunch of shit. Do you have any, anything that happened, any rejection story that, anything that happened to you where you were rejected and you came out on the other end of it and it was better or?
1: Yeah. I get rejected by hoes every day, but I come on the other end okay. <laughs> yeah, they're the worst though. <laughs> they're the, they're no, take all your damn energy, right? No, oh, damn it, real talk. I got, I got rejected. I got a few rejection letters from some labels back in the day. They sent you a letter? Yeah. Yeah, it's classic. I got a rejection letter from <laughs> from was it? Uh, I got a rejection letter from what's Monus' guy's label? Violator. Oh, I got yeah. one from Violator, and I got one from um, Atlantic <laughs> Records. Fucking <coughs> <Yeah. I'm coughs> we, weepin'. Pretty much, both of them were telling me <coughs> that I needed to change my image. They never said anything about the music. being I mean, well, they said I should tone down my lyrics?
0: Tone down your lyrics? What does yeah. that even mean?
1: I don't know. Maybe I was rapping dumb it too down. Maybe I was rapping too much, like, it. cause you know, I'm too, I'm lyrical like a dude. You know, Lil' Kim and. And E was popular at the time. They're like, you know, turn your image down, you know. Talk about sucking something that dick, like, girl. Something like Bouncing. You know, how many times like can me. you bounce on that dick? I, not one time. Can you bounce on it? I cannot. What bounce about? On would anything. you like to yeah. pop that pussy? I would. No, I would like to pop that pussy, but yes, not, <laughs> not that. Exactly. that way. not that way. <laughs> <laughs> not that
0: so, way. <laughs> so you. So what happened? Like you got rejection letter, and then.
1: Right. And then, hey, look! I popped up in eight mile. I popped yeah, up, okay. I popped up doing tours overseas. I'm still, I'm relevant. Where the artists that they had signed?
0: You're right. You know what I'm saying? i like, right about
1: that. So yeah. yeah, I mean, shit. I get. I don't see none of the artists that right. they had on.
0: Because it's a fucking journey. Like, I, I swear. Mean,
1: right. The only one yeah. that they had on violence is popping is who? But, I mean, Buster Ryder, he ain't really even doing anything. He right. don't even seem like he's... he's,
0: like, chilling He might He's, like, shit. Yeah, he's, like, chilling, so he shit, yeah, like. He's like chilling drinking mustard
1: milk. Right. You know? You know? But, I mean, hey. Yeah. it was It was a nice... It was a nice rejection.
0: Well, it was like, yeah, it was. It's part yeah. of that shit. I just really learning it mm-hmm. so much more now. Once I stepped off the ledge, I'd just be like, I'm an artist. Fuck it. Yeah, and it's it's you super know, tough. But
1: if I would have, if if I would have like folded and gave in back then. Right, you know, when that happened, I wouldn't have ended up in the movie because that was before the the movie shit even popped off. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't have ended up doing half of the thing. I would have just been like, oh man, you know, and or even if like my parents tried to convince me, because they don't know, you know, like, they don't know the ins and outs of the business. They yeah, know, well, you know just change your image to get a deal. And then you can just go back to being yourself. And I was like, it doesn't work like that. You cannot You don't have to go further into that shit. Yeah, I was like, you can't. Well, why not? You know, you look at the brat. She was still dressing. And I was like, no.
0: No. And then the brat actually became super sexy after a while. Yeah. She's very sexy. She's very beautiful. But she became like that. But maybe she wanted to. Who fucking knows? Maybe. Who who fucking knows? Really. But... But it is like it, images is, is everything. Well, I'm happy that you stuck with it. Thank you. I really am. I love your work so much. Thank you're one you. of my favorite artists. You're one of my best friends. I'm so happy to be in Detroit. with one of y'all do
1: a lit. out the red cups. You got red. I need another drink. I'll make it up. Bitch. And then, you know, you're, you're welcome to come and hang out and get your ass a
0: key. Oh, my God. Thank you. I was going to be here. Actually, I was planning to come here just to come here for something else. Mm-hmm. And then my, my aunt passed, so I had to come here. But you were going to stop by Southwest. And I was like, yeah. damn, I was going to ask her to You could have because nobody was here. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. It just worked out this way. I wouldn't have seen you, though.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: was bummed about that. I was yeah. like, well, I'll try to manage it because I actually didn't need to come here Well, in. you could have
1: stopped me on the thing, on the panel. I'm all over the house. You would have pictures. Like, look
0: at my book. Oh, uh, I'd like all
1: creepy. <laughs> like over here with all the pictures. i, I like. have to be like,
0: oh, I'm just hanging out with you in your bed,
1: reading all your books, laying right. in your high-ass hammock that's right. too high off the floor. I'm very scared. I'm so down. scared to get up there. I haven't even been in there. But I thought about doing a photography series called Hotties in the Hammock. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is dope. I mean, it came with the house. I definitely did not. Ain't put that looking at that bitch because oh, people get in there. Really? Yes. And they love that motherfucker. Oh my god, this is so comfortable. I have to help some folks get up there. But but yeah, a couple of my friends can just get they just get up there with no problem. I want to try. Yeah. You're kind of tall, so I'm so.
0: Man, I bet not fall. What if I'm too big? No,
1: you're not. Oh God.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: I like it. Most people face
0: that. Oh my God! This is
1: amazing. Yeah, we should take a picture. Oh
0: God! Yes, I will be here all the time. Hold
1: oh, on, wait! Don't get up. I gotta get a picture. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna send it. To, I'm gonna send it to you, and now I'm gonna send it to your sister.
0: Okay. Like, oh, my night?
1: sister was here. She left this morning. Yeah, she has to go back to her husband. She's got married. She's
0: married.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's intense shit
0: right there. Oh, well, thank you so much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, right there. Yep. Okay. Boom. Oh, this is great. All right, let's wrap it up. Thanks wrap for coming on. Up, B. Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up, wrap B. It B. It <laughs> up. <laughs> um, thanks for coming on my podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. This was really fun to hang out with you, and I'll see you again. You can come out. Uh, we can talk anytime you want <laughs> to. We can talk anytime. Okay. And until next week, you fucking rejects. You
1: fucking reject. Yeah. <laughs>